Parenting is work, like a lot of work. And it can be easy to feel like no one understands. As a mom of two with twins on the way, I'm here to tell you that at the end of the day, we're all figuring it out as we go. You are not alone. I'm Summer Shepherd, and this is No Seriously, How Do I Do This? Welcome. Thank you for joining us in, in what can we please admit is a crazy time in a wonky world. At the time of recording, we are still in the midst of a global pandemic, which I think a lot of us thought was going to wrap up by now. Can I say that? Is, is that ignorant? Is that naive for me to say out loud? Maybe. That's okay. But the fact is, all spring, kids are home. Summer vacation comes next. And now many of us are waiting to hear what the fall is going to bring. And maybe you've already heard that, yeah, well, the kids are still going to be home this fall. And, and you are trying to cope. Because if you're like me, you had a plan. Man, I had color-coded charts, schedules, good intentions, the best intentions. I was actually kind of looking forward to things at first. But then all of that went out the window in a couple of days. You know, as soon as I realized that I had put my day to start at 6 a.m., I knew that I was not setting myself up for success. And here we are. We are still adjusting. We still have not found quote-unquote normalcy again. The world is still upside down. And so I I don't know about you, but I have been looking for those things that I can hold on to that are going to make me smile in the midst of the madness. And so when I saw Matthew West's music video for Quarantine Life, a little spoof song he put out, I lost it. I mean, I laughed, I cried, it moved me. I shared it on my page. I did my part in making it go viral. This video is hilarious. The song is so relatable. And if you haven't heard it, okay, I'm going to take a minute. Here's a clip from Quarantine Life. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Can't lose weight, but I'm losing my mind. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Killing that corona with the Clorox wipe. It's lonely inside, but we're gonna survive. This quarantine life, quarantine life. It ain't all good, but it's all alright. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I posted the full video on the No Seriously, How Do I Do This Facebook page so you can check it out. But when I heard that song, I knew I needed to have Matthew West on the show. I needed his perspective, his insight. He is the everyman of this pandemic. He gets it. And so, Matthew, thank you so much for being here. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. So, setting the stage, where are you right now as a family? I mean, is things opening up by you more? Are you guys pretty much still at home most of the time? Yeah, we're still pretty much home most of the time. Uh, you know, my my touring schedule has yet to resume and my uh, kids' school has yet to open. And so uh, we as a family have enjoyed more than our fair share of quality family time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to say your song, Quarantine Life. When I saw that on my timeline, it killed me. I watched it. I cried laughing. I shared it. I still hum it from time <laughs> to time. In fact, I told my husband I was going to be chatting with you today, and then he started singing it. So uh, what is the story there? Where did that even come from? Well, you know, songwriting's always been a release for me. You know, sometimes I'm releasing discouragement. Sometimes I'm releasing prayer or worship. And sometimes you're writing songs just to release some crazy, you know, and I I would say that song falls in, in that category. It came out of a conversation with, 
my daughters and my wife on a, we've been taking these walks most nights and we were just talking about in right in the middle of the pandemic and the shutdown, the lockdown, whatever you want to call it. We were talking about just different things that we miss, you know, when life was back to normal. And, and so we were just kind of taking turns joking about, you know, Starbucks and Target and all these things. And, uh, I called my buddy who, who produces my records with me and, I said, I got this idea for a song called Quarantine Life. And uh, <laughs> that song was written in about 30 minutes and, and went on to, <laughs> to be a little bit of a viral hit, which was funny. So I, I, I was joking with my fans on a live broadcast saying, you guys been listening to my quarantine song more than my songs about Jesus. So I'm not sure what to think about that. <laughs> well, it's a good gateway because it's so relatable that everyone gets it. Even yeah, if they yeah, even if yeah. they don't know Jesus, they're like, well, I understand this. Who's this Matthew West guy? They Google <laughs> and then they they get exposed to Christ. So that's, that's yeah, awesome. And yeah. I, I love that your family was so in on it. They were <laughs> they were team players in that video for sure. Um, but how yeah. has it been in reality for your family? How, how has everything been with you guys being at home so much? Yeah, you know, I wish I could you know, sit here and give you the perfect, like Christian, Christian answer of, you know, you know, God's faithful. And we've just, you know, we just stayed positive the whole time and our faith has never been shaken. And, you know, of, of the statements that I just made, only one of those three would be true that God really is faithful. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've had sleepless nights at times. I've, I've been uh, tempted to, to shift into survival mode and and try to find solutions and and help God guide my life, you know, the, uh, contr- any of the control freaks listening can surely relate to that that feeling of just going, you oh, know, I, Lord, I know you're in control, but but I'm going to take this just in case you mess up, you know. And He never does mess up, and it's good to be reminded of that. But it's been an adjustment, like you know. Just like COVID has affected all other industries, the music industry has been absolutely rocked. And so this has been a season where of all the titles that I love to embrace, like I love to, you know, I love to be a recording artist and a songwriter and all these different titles. But one of the titles that I'm always reluctant to embrace is CEO, you know, but the reality is I have a management company and I have employees and I have a, a band and a crew and all these different people who, uh, you know, I definitely feel responsible for and have have had to really embrace that role of CEO, which is not romantic and creative mm-hmm. and all the things that I love to be about. Um, but yet it's been just as necessary. So I've really had to ask the Lord for guidance on how best to navigate these uncharted paths and waters, you know. Would you say that that was the biggest adjustment for you, the hardest thing you dealt with? Well, for for me personally, it was just knowing like, well, my guitar player just had a baby and his wife's a flight attendant, so she can't work. And, you know, how am I going to, you know, all of our tour dates just got canceled. Yeah. So, you know, it's the, that's the equivalent of, of a business shutting down. I mean, it's literally the doors are shut. So uh, it's, it's, that's been a hard thing for me. Um, you know, that obviously my family wears the weight of that a little bit, but that's mostly been just what keeps me awake at night. And then, and then, you know, as a parent, just as a dad trying to, just trying to be a good leader in my home and, and to lead with calm under pressure and not, not chaos, you know, and I think 
that's that's a challenge for me sometimes, you know, when I'm stressed out and obviously watching the news and seeing the headlines every five minutes and just the, the, the chaos in our world can lead us to handle, you know, to meet chaos with chaos, you know? Mm. Um, and, and I feel like the Lord's just been working on me and my wife's been working on me too, to be honest, just like challenging me early on, just saying, Hey, you got to lead us you know, the right way. You can't, you can't let these news headlines get you all worked up and then you spend the whole day stressed out. So it's been about those gentle and not so gentle reminders of, (laughs) you know, how to be a leader of my family by being on my knees and asking the Lord first to, to lead me. And, uh, you know, that's, that's been a big part of my pandemic story. (laughs) Well, and you're not alone in that, Matthew. I think that for all of us, we kind of expected this was going to be over a long time ago. And we went into it with plans. I mean, I had color-coded charts of what we were going to do every day and it lasted, you know, less than a week. And then we all get stressed and the parents are just as susceptible to losing their minds as the kids are. And then when everyone's mind is lost, it's a mess. So what, what did you find were some of your survival techniques when things did get to that point? How did you stay sane? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, and even what you just said, it's funny. Like we were watching our church online on Sunday and the pastor was talking about having grace for yourself. And, you know, one of, one of the parts of my spiritual journey that um, I wonder how many people can relate, but, you know, it's, it's one thing to embrace God's forgiveness in your life. And it's another thing to let yourself off the hook. And, and I think that's been a, a lot of the story of my spiritual journey of singing about God's forgiveness, but then being extra hard on myself. And I feel like that during these last few months, you know, parents have probably been pretty hard on themselves too, if they felt like maybe they had moments where they, the best of them didn't come out, you know? And so mm. you know, maybe this is part of our story too, is just learning to have grace for ourselves because we're all in uncharted waters. We're all in unprecedented times. And, and and if if we ever needed a reminder, the Lord's surely giving us all one that there are some things in life that we cannot control, that we cannot fix, and that we cannot navigate without His help. And uh, you know, we all need that reminder. But as far as like sanity tips, you know, exercise has been has been really big for me. Um, outside of the you know the obvious, like I'm a different person when I spend time with the Lord and start my day writing in my journal and, uh, and just talking to the Lord. Obviously that's, that's my go-to. That's also what the enemy tries to keep me away from. Right. But, uh, beyond that, you know, just, I've been really staying strong in my exercise and, and then going, I've been going for some long walks and our family walks have been really great. Although I'm looking at my youngest daughter right now and she, she refused to join me on last night's walk and I'm still <laughs> wow. mad at her, but no, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, so those are some of the things. And then as a family, you know, my daughters are just so they're, they're peace for me, you know, like when I'm, when I'm just stressed out by the day or my world and, you know, I look at my daughter Delaney, like I'm looking at her right now as I'm talking to you and just, she just makes me so happy. And, uh, and, uh, and I realized that I need to be a good leader for them. And so, um, my daughters have helped me keep my sanity. One of the other things for me is just the chance to be an encouragement to other people has kept me encouraged as well. You know, uh, we do this, uh, we go live every week 
and do a little, we call it quarantine quiet time. And, you know, we just do a little online devotion for people. And man, when you see how much it means to people and the prayer requests that they have and, you know, how much they're setting their clocks to make sure they don't miss Wednesday at 1130. When you've got people who are looking to you for encouragement, you know, you've got purpose and you're, and you're ready to, to, to do that. And it, and you're preparing for that moment. And so it's all about having a mission in life. And, you know, everybody has a mission because everybody has somebody around them who needs encouragement and we could be that person. And so, and when you do that, you find, guess what? Oh, imagine that when I focus on somebody else's needs, somebody else's problems, my problems and my needs look a whole lot smaller. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the intentionality you've been putting into this time, whether it's with the family walks or whether it's with the the quarantine quiet time, are there things that you've seen coming out of this that have been positive that you are hoping to continue with when the world gets quote unquote back to normal? Oh gosh. I mean, you know, I think there are going to be several elements that don't need to go back to normal. There's no doubt about that. I mean, the schedule that I keep is probably one of the first things that I would think of just, uh, you know, I'm I'm usually I'm usually filling my schedule till it's overflowing and giving myself very little margin for you know mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. Uh, I'm just a I'm a doer. You know what I mean? It's like the story mm-hmm. of Mary and Martha, and <laughs> and uh, and so I think there's there's an element of that that I've got to preserve coming out of this and. You know, maybe it's going to look different. Maybe my touring schedule is going to look different. Maybe, um, you know, maybe the things that I, my priorities, the the projects that I decide to take on, and and the understanding of the of what what I'll be sacrificing in order to do that. So, definitely, I would say on the scheduling side of things, there's a lot of just changing, checking my motivations and things that you think are super important, and then all of a sudden you you get a whole new perspective. You know. I think that shift in priorities is something that so many people are finding right now. They're realizing where their priorities were, where they were not, and where they need to be. Now, have you been able to stay connected in some way to your community? Like you have your family at home, and I know you watch church online, but the greater community, have you been able to stay plugged in and how? Yeah. So, you know, online church is definitely one of those aspects. Um, you know, I've had the chance to connect in unique ways to different groups of people in my life, even from my past, you know, like my college group of guys that we were in choir together and in the music program and, you know, just unique things that maybe I wouldn't have had the chance to do before. And I sang the alma mater for my university for their graduation. <laughs> and it's just kind of fun stuff like that. And then, you know, plugging in with people you know, every day in my life right now looks totally different. So, you know, one day I'm, I'm doing a zoom call and recording a wedding song for a couple who's using my song. And then, you know, the next day, you know, one of my neatest moments was talking with a guy named Ron, who uh, was in his final stages battling ALS and hospice care has been called in. And Ron wanted to talk to me because he'd been listening to one of my songs every day, a song called strong enough and, you know, getting to have a zoom call with Ron and, and uh, just having my life impacted by this guy who is who, who knows that heaven awaits him, and he's he's got total peace. And he was he spent the call encouraging me. You know, I thought I was going to encourage Ron, and Ron spent fifteen minutes 
encouraging me, you know? So those are some moments where you're connecting with people in deep and meaningful ways. And, uh, you, you start to see maybe the, maybe technology is not all bad, you know? Um, but definitely ho- hoping to come out of this with, with that renewed sense of perspective and also just seeing, you know, God's the great innovator too. And, and he gives us minds to, to dream new dreams. And, and so even in the midst of, you know, doors closing. I've always been the kind of person that when, when that door closes, man, you know, it doesn't mean that, that God's not getting ready to open up another 12 doors. And so I've definitely had my eyes wide open to see what, what other doors he wants to open for me. And then I can begin to dream some new dreams and, and communicate with people in, in deep and meaningful ways. It just may look different than it, than it used to. But, but the good news of God's love cannot be stopped. It cannot be silenced. And it certainly will not be silenced when it comes to me using my voice. And so whether it's on an interview with you or a Zoom call with Ron or, um, you know, whatever it might be, um, I'm going to continue to to sing and tell the story of God's God's grace. I love it. Now, if there's someone listening right now who is struggling they're feeling that isolation. They're feeling alone. And maybe they physically are alone right now. They don't even have their family around them. What advice, what specific encouragement will you have for that person who's having a hard time hanging on? Well, first of all, to that person, I would just um, say that that you're not alone. You may feel alone, but you are not alone. And uh, there's a song that I sing called The God Who Stays. And it's really taken on a new meaning over the last several months for me. And I think for a lot of other people, just that reminder that while we may have to be separated from our jobs, our places of worship and family members or loved ones, um, it's that steady and constant reminder that there is one who's always with us, uh, who never leaves us and never forsakes us. And scripture is filled with the with that promise over and over again, that message that nothing can separate us from from God's love and, and his presence, you know, and in Psalms, it, it, it tells us like this, it says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. You know, I think every family has been touched by the pain of distance uh, over the last few months in one way or the other, you know, my mother uh, hearing the news of my grandpa 90 years old, breaking his hip and and being admitted into a nursing home. And of course, we've heard one horror story after the other about nursing homes and my grandmother being unable to visit him. And, and you know, every family's got stories like that. And uh, it's heartbreaking and we don't understand the reason why. And, and yet we can rest on one promise. And that is, you know, that God is with us and he's with us. And sometimes that doesn't feel like enough of an answer. And yet his presence provides more than enough of a solution, even when we don't have all the rest of the answers, because in his presence, we find everything that we need to get us through the most trying of days. In his presence, we find peace when we're surrounded by chaos. We find strength when we don't when, when we don't feel anything but weak inside of ourselves, right? We find hope when, when all the news headlines are telling us that, that hope is nowhere to be found. Everything that we lack, we can find in the presence of, of one Savior. And, and fortunately, we're all promised that opportunity to, to experience his presence every second of every day. The question is, will we enter into that? Will we make time for that? Will we choose to make that our firm foundation? Thank you. Thank you for that word. Thank you for that encouragement, which I know isn't just for that person listening. 
everybody is struggling during this time in, in one way or another. And so I just want to say thank you for being here, for making the time. And thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing your heart, Matthew. God bless you. Well, thanks for having me. You know, this is, uh, like I said, these are moments that that help me continue to stay encouraged. And I hope what we talked about um, lifts the spirits of somebody who's listening right now. There's a there's a reason for it all. And uh, we all get so many words in a day and so many breaths to take. And we want to make sure that we make the most of them. So I pray that, that that's what's taking place here and that somebody's life is positively impacted by what we just shared. So thanks for having me. Whether you are struggling because you are feeling alone, because you don't have friends and family around, or whether you're struggling for the opposite reason, because your family just won't leave and you can't breathe. (laughs) Know that we are in this together. This is a crazy time. But like Matthew said, nothing is for nothing. Everything happens for a reason, which can be a simplistic platitude, right? And yet it's no less true when it comes to the Lord. And so I hope you were encouraged today. I, I know that Matthew encouraged me. That that boy, he knows what he's doing. He spends gold. I love chatting with him. And maybe we'll have an opportunity to chat again in the future. But if you want to be a part of the conversation, if you want to interact with this community more, find us on Facebook. Search for No Seriously, How Do I Do This? at Facebook.com. Or shoot me an email, summer at seriouslyhow.com. And remember, you are loved and you are not alone.